This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. I am Coach Jen from Ocala, Florida, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for April 15th, episode 2414. This episode is brought to you today by State Line Tack. Good morning, horse world. It's Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. He's a very mixed up horse. Authorization acknowledged. You know what they say about Wednesday. Have a good Wednesday. Thanks. The Horses in the Morning crew is taking a much-deserved break from the studio this week. So sit back and enjoy this previously aired masterpiece from the Hit'em Audio Vault featuring listener trivia, the science behind soaking hay, and a heaping helping of horse-inspired hilarity. This episode is from the dark ages of podcasting. That would be 2013. So our apologies in advance for the less than ideal sound quality. Morning. Today is Wednesday. Hey, everyone. Happy hump day. Happy hump day, baby. Here's to another week. Halfway done. The downhill stretch has finally begun. Daddy. I want another pony. What do they call Wednesday Hope Day anyhow? Mm, innocuous jibber Well, a lot has transpired since we last talked to you guys on Monday morning. Um, a lot has, lot has happened. It turns out that the, the, the FBI allowing gay horses to be a part of uh, whatever, uh, it, it was actually an April Fool's Day joke. Did we trick anybody? Or did Horse Nation trick anybody? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I still think it's discriminatory that they're not allowing it. I, <laughs> well, I, I do. I love the fact that a lot of people, um, like I, on the Horse Nation website, were making comments, and it was the comments in, in the way of like, okay, like this person here wrote, I don't find this to be in bad taste. In fact, I think it's the opposite. It's mocking all the societies and organizations who haven't yet come to terms with the fact that a person's sexuality has no reflection whatsoever on their performance. Well said. I could have said it better myself. That was kind of the fun about bringing that to light. So I think they did it. I think it was very funny and that was great. And um, there you go. It was fake. Now, the other thing that has come to light, Glenn, Uh-oh, I'm not going to give it all away. I'm not going to give okay. it all away. But we have successfully stalked one person into coming on our show and we're going to do the episode Carrie next Underwood? week. We're going to record it. It is not Carrie Underwood. It's one of my favorites. I think that um, we may potentially be having a little bit of an album release party for Jared Rodison. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm so excited. <laughs> we're still in the, top, in the tops of his people. But we're on our way to an album release party for Jared Rodgerson. Yeah. How cool is that? 
you know, I, how many songs are usually on an album? I was reading that there's 14 on this one. That, that seems like a lot, doesn't it? I guess that it doesn't matter fantastic. anymore. It's all digital anyway, right? More for your money, baby. More That's for your right. money. <laughs> I guess it doesn't matter. There's no rules anymore. No, no, no. So, uh, somebody told me yesterday, they were like, oh, I just bought this new CD at Target. And I was like, you bought a CD? They go, oh, what do you do with it once you buy it? <laughs> like, how do you get it into that little item called your iPod? <laughs> I don't get it. But then if you told we, me to download music that wasn't on iTunes, I don't, like, if I was to download it, I don't know where it goes. Where does it go when you download it? Unless you use iTunes. I know. I know. I, I have that same problem, too. And you can download music and put it into iTunes. But for some reason, that never works well for me. I don't know. And I'm the geek, and it never works well for me. Okay, so know. I'm not the only one. So anyway, yeah, um, you can buy CDs. You can, uh, you know, iTunes is the easiest way for me to go. But we'll, we'll see what happens. Anyway, Jared hey, Anderson, possibly going to be I need here. to do something here. Can you give out the phone number for people to call? They can call right now to play. My cat is is beating on the door. I need to let him out. So Okay. Cover uh, <laughs> the phone number to call in to be a part of the Wheel of Trivia is 347-637-3238. Now, Jennifer, we have a lot of calls lined up here, so whenever you're ready, why don't you tell us what's coming up on today's show? On today's Back on Track Wednesday edition, Wheel of Trivia awakens us this morning, so expect a bevy of brainy callers to flood the switchboard, and I see that's happening already. And the in the Truth is Stranger Than Fiction category, Pat Rhea will be stopping by with a breaking news story out of Pennsylvania. And as is our usual habit, the Horse.com's Horse Health Report is here today. And this time we will having a chat, be having a chat about wet hay. Sounds good. Well, um, again, 347-637-3238. That is the number to call. And uh, Jennifer's going to get to work on trying to start getting the callers lined up here for our game. But it's time for the Daily Winnie, Glenn. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Breaking news, breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. <laughs> and I hate What it. could it possibly be about? I wasn't, what could I wasn't it be? Able, I wasn't able to do this on Tuesday. It just was heartbreaking to me. I felt like doing a, just a five-minute show just to let everybody know, now that you don't know already, Zenyatta had a baby, Zenyatta had a baby, baby number two. Zenyatta, Zenyatta, Oh, you did not. You did not just <laughs> suck the life out of my breaking news with that song. You've been waiting for that one, haven't you? I have. That was awful. Anyway, to get down to the nitty-gritty details, at 11.47 p.m. on April 1st, oh, my God, it's Zanyana's birthday. So April 1st, Zanyana's birthday, she delivers a 145-pound colt who was up and nursing within an hour at Lane's End Farm in Versailles, Kentucky. Yes, they call it Versailles and not Versailles in Kentucky. Um, on Zanyana's official blog, actually, the owner, Ann Moss, posted the comment, it's a boy! Um, it was born at, he was born at 1147. 
He uh, was nursing within an hour, up within 25 minutes, I believe, and he is the cutest little chestnut with the Zenyatta blaze. So we get to see a chestnut baby Zenyatta. Another boy, of course, this one was sired by Capit. So congratulations to Zenyatta and all her people, and uh, apparently both are doing very well. Zenyatta loves being a mom. She's, the pictures are just adorable, where she's just like cuddling him. Ah, so cute. So congratulations to Zenyatta. Yay! You want to hear it again? Are you sure you don't want to hear it again? Let's move on. All right. Thank you. Well, my Daily Winnie goes out to a group that is putting together a new documentary and it's about one of the greatest jumping horses of all time, Hickstead, who, who passed away here not too long ago. And I have the audio uh, introducing this uh, documentary, that's for this film that's going to be coming out. So this is about uh, two and a half minutes, Jamie, but that'll give Jennifer time to line up the caller. So if you're, if you're waiting in line now to play Wheel of Trivia, Jennifer will get to you and get you in line, and we'll be doing that in just a minute. So here is all that Hickstead. True dominance in sport is rarely seen. That's why words like dynasty and legend are seldom used. The sport of show jumping is no exception. To become a legend, a horse must possess many qualities and be matched with the perfect rider. Get this combination right and you have the makings of something special. An amazing story with an amazing horse, the most coveted Grand Prix trophy in Georgia. When Eric Lamaze and Hickstead first met, there was nothing to suggest that greatness lay ahead. The horse was undersized, lacking scope, and challenging to ride. The riding ability wasn't very good. And I was just about ready to, to just jump off and say, you know what, that's not what I'm looking for. Fortune, however, often favors the brave. Eric sensed the stallion had something to offer and decided to take a chance. Hickstead joined the Lamaze stable to start what would become an incredible story. Throughout Hickstead's career, I was always happy for the horse. This horse just wouldn't accept anything less than play around. Over the years, Hickstead and Lamaze would win countless competitions around the globe, thrilling their devoted fans. Their reputation as champions had them hailed as the best ever. Then, from out of nowhere, tragedy struck. Abundant today following the sudden death of the stallion Hickstead. The news of his sudden passing stunned the nation and rocked an entire sport. A friend of mine called me and she was crying and said, Hickstead's uh, dead. And I, I, I was in stunned silence, I couldn't believe it. What these horses do for us is incredible. They become part of our family. Um, they, um, you know, they really change our life. Taken far too early, the diminutive stallion with the heroic heart will long be remembered. His name conjures up images of packed stadiums, screaming fans, and a fiery little horse impossibly soaring over massive obstacles to yet another victory. For me, he was the best horse in the world. 
Some people are arguing that perhaps it's the best horse that's ever lived. That's for everyone to sort of decide for themselves. Spruce Meadows presents The Legacy of Hickstead. Oh my God! That doesn't. I know. Goosebumps. <laughs> Woo! Well, that, that music's great. Hey, did it say when it's coming out? I didn't see uh, that. I, I I don't know. We'll have to look that up for you because I don't think it said it. But I think it said it on the YouTube uh, link. So I'll look that up. But <laughs> it's going to be so good. So good. Yeah, I can't I think wait. It's very soon. Yeah, what an amazing horse! What an amazing horse! I'm glad they did that. Well, it is that time, the time to play this. Wheel of Trio! Time to play the Wheel of Trivia. The way it works is those that are on the line right now, hang on, we're going to get to you, and we'll take you in order. You answer one trivia question. If you get it right, you're going to hear this sound. If you get it wrong, you're going to hear this sound. And if you get it right, we're going to spin the wheel, and you can win one of over $500 worth of prizes. we still got some Troxel helmets up there. We have some jackets and coats worth over 100 bucks. We got, a, we got gift certificates for a couple of places, books, all kinds of things. So there's all kinds of stuff up there. And Jamie says that we have a five-second rule, which I stretched a little last week, and I got in big trouble, everybody. So I'm not doing that again. It's going to be five seconds. Well, for those people that are on hold right now and are waiting for the person that is currently getting more than five seconds, they're getting mad. Now, if it's you getting the extra time, nobody gets, you don't get mad, but everybody else does. So you've got to keep it fair. You understand? Five seconds. That's right. the no right. Google rule. I know. I got, I, got the, uh, I got the lecture this morning before the show. So. <laughs> hey, and we have a crappy prize, too. This week, it's a bag of assorted curry combs. And I, I'll tell you what, this is a great crappy prize. And nobody's won the crappy prize in probably a month. Uh, but this is a brand new bag of curry combs. Now, I don't know if the bag's new or the curry combs are new. Uh, something <laughs> might be slightly used. But that's what it says, a brand new bag of curry combs. So that is the crappy prize for this week. It's on the wheel. You could be lucky enough to win it. Let's make our first one today. We have Destiny in Phoenix, who is first. Morning. Destiny, good morning. Thank you so much for calling us. How are you? Where, where You're calling from Phoenix, Arizona. Why are you up this early? <laughs> I work overnight. I work for the news oh. overnight. So you are wrapping things up is what, what I'm hearing. Yep, yep. And do you have horses? I do. I have five warm ones. Oh, my gosh. Where wow, in that's a lot of hay. Eat... <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of food. Where do you keep them? Down at my house. Oh, lucky. All right, nice, nice, nice. So um, we have got you on here. Now, you get to choose. I'm going to tell everybody now. You get to choose from one of three categories, Okay. The first, and, and and let me remind you that Jennifer, our producer, is the one that writes these questions. And I have to go down the list in order of these questions 
So everybody on hold knows I am not picking these questions. If you are mad, you can email Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com because these are really hard today. She's being mean. So you get to pick from the category fractured facts, horse management, or horses in the morning experts only, which is a category if you listen to our show all the time, you should know the answers to these questions. So what would you like? Horse management. Horse management. Seeing that she has five warm bloods in her backyard, horse management, I think, was the way to go. All right. Here's your question. Number one, which one of these, again, you have five seconds from the time I finish asking, okay. so you can't Google. Which one of these is not a double-jointed bit, a Dr. Bristol, a French Link, or a Tom Thumb? Tom Thumb. Well, that didn't take five seconds. That took about one second. She knew Wait, that one. No, Destiny, congratulations. Yes, being a warm blood owner, I figured you would know that because those are all, uh, well, at least the Dr. Bristol and French Lincoln's and massage bits. Yes. So congratulations. Glenn, take it away. All right, here we go. Spin the wheel. Get it set up here, and here we go. All right. Go buy that crappy fries. Something good. Oh, you did win something good, especially if you've got some dressage horses sitting out there. You won a $25 Equestrian Collections gift certificate. Let me tell you about that. The world of equestrian shopping at your fingertips with Equestrian Collections. Tens of thousands of products for you, your horse, your spouse, your kids at a price you can afford. Visit equestriancollections.com today for the best in equine shopping. So you can buy whatever you want for those horses or for yourself or, you know, not your husband. You don't want to do that. (laughs) But Destiny, hold on, and Jennifer will get your information, and uh, she'll send it over to Equestrian Collections to get the gift certificate out to you. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much, Destiny. All All right. right, The next one plays. I think it's Celeste in Virginia. All right, Celeste, good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us uh, here on Horses in the Morning. And, uh, and you're in Virginia. What's, it, what's going on in Virginia right now? Oh, well, you know, the usual work. <laughs> work. Okay, gotcha. So do you, you have horses? Oh, yeah. Two OTTBs and an old retired quarter horse and a little mini Shetland pony. And what do you Aww. do with your OTTBs? Because mm-hmm. the rest of them are just cute. <laughs> <laughs> We're eventers. Say that again. I'm sorry. We're eventers. Oh, okay. We're gotcha, gotcha. Well, good for you. Um, so you're in Virginia, eventing mecca of the world. And so that's really not fair, by the way. <laughs> and how's how's the weather been for you? Um, pretty on and off. But this past weekend, I got my first sunburn, so I'm happy. <laughs> Yay! It's about time. <laughs> Don't forget your sunscreen. Okay, what category would you like? Would you like fractured facts, horse management, or horses in the morning experts only? I'm gonna have to go with experts only. Oh, wow. Oh, she's a listener. She's a listener. She is a listener. <laughs> okay, here we go. Horses in the morning experts only. you got to listen to the show to be able to answer these questions. All right, here we go. What day of the week 
Does Glenn generally skip lunch? <laughs> On Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Celeste, got that one right. <laughs> and just tell us why. Tell us why Glenn doesn't, doesn't get to eat on Wednesdays. Because he gets grossed out too easily when we talk about horse management with horses.com. He knows it, too. He does. Too true. Too true. All right. Well, Glenn, take it away. All right. Here we go. We're going to spin the wheel, see what happens. Hope something good for Celeste. He's a fan. Come on. Something good, good, good. Oh, there goes the helmet. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh, no. oh no, you got the bag of assorted curry combs. Man, I have a lot of fuzzy horses right now. That's probably okay. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what I'm going to do because you're such a fan and you've got a question right about me. So <laughs> what else matters? Uh, I'm going to throw in a Horse Radio Network mug. Do you have one of our mugs yet? No, can I trade it for a saddle pad? No, I love the little icon. <laughs> oh, All right, hard so let's cordy. trade it for a saddle pad because I'm just a softy. Um, Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so I'll you put it on my picture. I'll put it on my young guy and take a picture at his next show. How could oh. I? Sure, her name is Celeste. She answered a question about me correctly, and she asked with a please, and she's so cute, and she has a little mini <laughs> horse. How could I turn her down? <laughs> Yeah, I drive, I drive my Shetland, Glenn. I'll have to send you a picture of him in his cart. Oh, do that. I'd love that. We'll post it over on the driving radio show. That'd She's be great. The <laughs> you better. All right, now I'll be looking for it. Post it on our, our Horses in the Morning Facebook page, okay? Okie dokie. All right, thanks, Celeste, for calling. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening to our show. Jennifer will be with you in a second to get your address. Glenn Hi. has a new crush. Glenn has a new I crush. Do. He's in love with I Celeste do. now. <laughs> yep. Celeste is now my favorite of all time. Oh, gotcha, hey, we gotcha. have a loser on the line here who's uh, next up, and uh, his name is Robert in Arizona, and I think he's going no. to the street for the longest no, no, loser. No, 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 no. No? First, first of all, he was not next in line, and second of all, he is a what? winner. He wins all the time. Robert wasn't next in line? No, no, Robert was not in that stand line. Ingrid and then Sarah and then Robert. So you can't oh, okay. skip just Sorry, to be Robert. the boy. Uh, <laughs> I was trying, Robert. Boy, you're tough today. You have Sarah to from Arizona is next in line. <laughs> Hi, Sarah. Sarah. Hi. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Now, Arizona Sarah, you. You you have uh, seriously it is Arizona day now Sarah are you calling from what part of Arizona are you calling from I am calling from around Buckeye Buckeye awesome. okay gotcha well good good you're in the middle of nowhere um <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah this is how this works we get to ask you a trivia question you have five seconds to answer it obviously and then um, once we get through that you get to spin the wheels okay all right so you want fractured facts. Horse management or horses in the morning experts only? Um, I'm going to go with horse management. Horse management. Okay, here we go. A horse breed, this is multiple choice, so you've got, you've got A, B, or C to answer, okay? okay? A horse 
breathes through the A, esophagus, B, trachea, or C, tubules? The trachea. Yeah, I can't even say it again. Uh, and uh, let's let's spin the wheel and see what you win. All right, very good. Here we go, Sarah. Almost knocked the bell off the table. Oh, keep going. Oh, Sarah, you win a book called Know You, Know Your Horse by Eunice Rush. And uh, uh, Mary Morrow, we actually had the author of this book on. It's a really good book, Exploring the Thought Processes of the Horse and People. This book demonstrates how equine enthusiasts can predict how their horses will react in certain situations in advance. And the study provides a deeper understanding of the core personalities, allowing an easy determination of what horses will work best with certain people. And Jennifer read this book from cover to cover and absolutely loved it. So we're going to get this book out to you. And thank you so much for calling in, playing and winning. And remember, you can call back every week if you want. That's great. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Sarah. Sarah. Hopefully, hopefully Sarah has a horse. I didn't even get to ask her. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a horse, Sarah? I do. I have three. What, what do you, what do, you, you do with your horse? What? What do you do with your horse? Oh, um, the two are just kind of pasture buddies, and then I have a thoroughbred for eventing. Oh, okay. A lot of eventers calling this morning. It's eventing it's day. Yeah. Day. Woo-woo. All Sarah, right. Thank you, Sarah. Hold on. Hold on. Now, you said she lives in the middle of nowhere. The, where, where she lives out, is it really, really in the middle of nowhere? In Buckeye, Arizona? Yeah, I mean, that's more nowhere than I live. <laughs> it's further than me. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. We have, we have time for one more, I believe, here. Who was next? I don't want to get it wrong. You yell at me all the time there this morning. Jeez. Uh, uh, next is Ingrid. That's Sorry, Robert. I know. We're, we're going to get to you, hopefully, before we run out of time. But Glenn's not allowed to skip up past the women to get to the man. <laughs> Ingrid from New Jersey. Yes. Hi. How are you? Good, Ingrid. Can you believe Glenn's trying to just let let, let the men play, okay? I mean, it's your line here. I, I don't know about that. That doesn't sound right to me. <laughs> I feel outnumbered. Look, it's all these women and me. I mean, geez. <laughs> no, that's what that's it usually me. is. <laughs> I know. What are You're you, a lucky guy. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to berate him together. Ingrid, you're calling from where? Ingrid, where are you calling from? New oh, Jersey, sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. There we go. New Jersey. And uh, and do you have horses? You ride? What's the story? I have two horses. One is a small draft. He's not a large draft. Um, and I also have a warm blood mix. They're both rescues, so I'm not exactly sure of their breeds. But I do have two. <laughs> well, good for you, girlfriend. Well done. Well done. All right. So you've got a small. So you've got basically even a small draft horse wears a large bridle. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah. He's in at the age of six, and he's still growing. Um, he's in a warm blood bridle. Oh boy, you're gonna go draft <laughs> by the time it's over with. <laughs> by the way, horses with large heads have a hard time wearing fly masks. I trust me. I have one with a big head. Bless his heart. And um, he he yeah. is a fly mask 
challenged, that is for sure. So he is everything challenged. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh boy. Oh boy. One of those. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to ask you the question. You get to answer it, and you have five seconds from the time I finish asking. Here are your categories: fractured facts, horse management, our horses in the morning, experts only. I'll go for management. Make it a clean sweep this morning. No. <laughs> Nice. All right. She's going to go for <laughs> management. All right. This is, a, this is a, again, these are Jennifer's questions, so you can meet, email her when you get mad. All right, I'll be texting her. <laughs> All right. <laughs> By what other name is Rhino Pneumonitis known for? It's been in the news. Rhino Pneumonitis? Mm-hmm. I don't know, a snotty nose. <laughs> That is one of the symptoms of rhinopneumonitis, and it's transferred from nose to nose. We have been talking about it an awful lot. It is EHV, or the equine herpes virus. I was going to say that, too. Well, (laughs) you said that 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 just came out. Yeah. There are many different strains, but when you give your flu rhino shot in the spring and fall, flu rhino, rhino is actually herpes virus. Now, there's just different strains of it, which is the newest one that has been coming out that is the, uh, you know, the, the big one. But, uh, yes, rhino pneumonitis, it's herpes. Who knew? You learn something new every day here on Horses in the Morning, and I'm so <laughs> bummed you didn't win anything because I really like you. And so I'm hoping that you'll call back next Wednesday. I will call back next Wednesday. Thank you very much. All right. right, Perfect. Thank you. you. Have a great day. All right. We have two minutes left. Let's do a speed round. Robert. Hey. I'm going to get to you no matter what, Robert. I'm getting to you today. I don't care what the women say. And we're out of time. We're out (laughs) of We're out of time. Sorry, Robert. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Robert, All right, Robert. Three categories. Three categories. Category. Pick one. Go. Oh, uh, let's, let's just do uh, – let's, let's go with uh, expert only. Okay. Expert only. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's wrong. I was just practicing. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Horses in the morning, experts only. This is another question about him, so you should get it because it's a man question. <laughs> what horror film undead character has infiltrated the donkey population? Well, it's got to be the zombies with all them zombie donkeys running around. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Robert! Woohoo! Uh, for Way some reason, go. for those who. Those who don't know uh, why that is, Glenn thinks that all miniature donkeys have, or any donkey really, ha- is a zombie, and he's afraid of right. all donkeys. So you're That's an idiot. Correct. Okay, sorry. And, and, and hey, Glenn, uh, we you have to be part kids? right with that because uh, I think the gelding, since I started riding him, there's some donkeys that live near us, and every time we go past them, he kind of gives them the uh, eye and walks as far away from them as he can. I told you that's proof right there. <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. Spin the wheel, right, quick. Spin the wheel. Gotta go. All right, something good here, Robert. What'd you win last week, anyway? Uh, last week I missed. The week before I got the coffee mug and the bag, and I posted it to the uh, Horses in the Morning page this morning, so it's up there. Oh, cool. Well, this week you're going to be happy 
that you won a Dr. Rose's gift pack of uh, Dr. Rose's Ooh. remedies. It's the uh, natural remedy that we really like. We use Dr. Rose's here all the time for cuts and abrasions and scrapes, and uh, we use it on ourselves and our dogs and our cats and our horses. This is really good stuff, and you can never have too much of it. So you're getting that. It's a $50 value. So Dr. Rose's gift pack for Robert. Hey, Thank you, Robert. Stuff. I've been using it myself, and matter of fact, I just ordered some more, so this, oh, no. this one's perfect. No, it, well, hey, it's friend. not, oh, no. It's not, oh, no. I'll put it to use. Oh, good, good. <laughs> Give it to your friends. Let all your friends know about it, too. Oh, I've been sharing right, mine thanks. with the other horses, so. <laughs> <laughs> They're always getting hurt. All right, thank you, Robert. Appreciate it. Okay, thank Hold you, on. guys. Are you happy right, now? That's it. That's all we have time for because uh, we've run out of time. And uh, I really didn't have time for Robert either, but We're I own late. the company. Thanks to so. you. We're late. Thanks to you. <laughs> there I are advantages the to owning the company. If you're still we on the commercial. line, we're sorry we didn't get to you this week. Please give us a call back next week, and hopefully you'll be a little little further up the line. I was really happy to hear some new callers today, huh? Yes, yes, they, and they lined up quickly, too. So we do take them in the order that they call, or at least we try to, when Glenn's not screwing everything up. So, again, thank you very much to everybody who called. If you did not get through... Available exclusively at Stateline TAC, the special edition Wintech 500 Duet Stock Saddle. The Wintech 500 Duet Stock Saddle is the first authentic Australian stock saddle to feature the very latest in saddle technology for the comfort of your horse. A hard-wearing equileather seat, poly knee pads, and saddle flaps offer exceptional durability for the most demanding of climates. It's ideal for long scenic rides, polo cross, riding young horses, or just extra security and comfort. This exclusive limited-time saddle is only available at StatelineTac.com while supplies last. Plus, you'll receive free Wintech Pro stirrup straps, a retail value of $89.99. Don't miss out on your chance to venture the outback. StatelineTac.com slash HRN for best holiday deals and enter code HRN for exclusive savings on your order. StatelineTac. We make riding affordable. Oh, listen to this now. Listen to this. I really love Celeste now because I just got an email from her that says, I got so excited about my saddle pad and curry combs, I forgot to hold on and tell Jennifer my address, and she sent her address over. Well, um, I have I'm a sorry. Fan. You have a crush, don't you? <laughs> it's your fan crush. Celeste. Sounded very young and cute, too. Just how you like them. <laughs> well, uh, you had a news story here today about the Today Show. What the heck? A horse wait, wait, wait. Today show? What? I'm, I'm going to get to that in a second. But you oh, had okay. some homework to do, Glenn. You had homework uh, that you needed what to was do. That? What did, I probably didn't do it. On Monday, on Horse Nation, uh, when the Horse Nation segment aired, you we were talking about ten things I hate about Princess Haya because basically she's so perfect and awesome. And you said that you had interviewed Princess Haya, and I <laughs> called BS on that. It was a two-minute interview. Like you said you had a a, a big time exclusive, and you sat down with the princess. <laughs> I didn't say that. 
queen of the FBI, and you had a one-on-one exclusive with her, and that it was on the radio, but we couldn't find it anywhere, so I was calling BS on it, and I said that even if you did get the interview, it was probably a total train wreck, and I wanted to know if you could find it so we can play it next Monday. Did you find it? Actually, I did look for it over on the 2010 radio show in the archives, uh, but I have not found it yet. But, but, but. I'll tell you what I did find as I was looking through there. It brought back memories. Hold was, on, remember hold on. we had Before you get what? to that, how yeah. many episodes of the 2010 radio show are there? There were a couple hundred. There were a lot. It was two years' worth of uh, episodes. Yeah, there were a lot. Yeah. Now, there were a lot. you said, though, you can't you say said that to, the, to narrow it down, you said that it happened when you were at the World Equestrian Games. So you should be able to narrow it down to three or four episodes, right? Uh, no, there would have been about 20. Well, so, there you go. You narrowed it down to 20. You better get listening. <laughs> but I'll tell you what I did find that I was kind of excited about. Remember we had Guy McLean on last week, winner of this year's Road to the Horse, and last year's Road to the Horse, for that matter. Yeah. And we talked to him about poetry. And, and, you know, and I told you guys, and I reminded Guy, that the first time I had met him was for the World Equestrian Games. He'd just come over here to the United States. And the first thing I heard about him was his poetry. And we actually had him on not to talk about horses or horse training. It was for his poetry. And we had him read a poem for us that he wrote about the World Equestrian Games in 2010 here in Kentucky. Do you want to hear it? It was kind of fun. I listened to it again this morning. Yes, and so you're not reading it. Yeah, uh, uh, this should get me off the hook. This is better than uh, any old interview with what's-her-name. And now the Horse Radio Network introduces Australian entertainer, horseman, and award-winning poet Guy McLean. In celebration of the games, McLean releases an incredible 32-verse poem called Let the Games Begin, and it's especially dedicated to Dr. and Mrs. Lyons of Alltech, the state of Kentucky, and the Kentucky Horse Park. Let the games begin. There's a rumble in the paddocks, in the stables, on the plains. The equestrian world is rolling towards the game of games. They've been preparing in arenas, in the forest, down the road, honing skills and toning muscles. Now they're ready to explode. Decades of breeding, years of training, horse and man combined as one. Their time for glory, coming. Their chance to shine beneath the sun. Many hours of competition between the best in the land till the finest rise before their country, for their nation make a stand. They come from many backgrounds, from the fortunate to the battler proud, but on the battlefield they're equals in the arena in front of a crowd of loud and patriotic followers of everything that's horse. They'll ride each jump, piaf and spin with the rider on the course. Their gasp will note the brilliant, the dangerous and gallant. They have come to see the very best, and they'll marvel at the talent that the world has placed before them on this platform made of gold. Lexington will be the birthplace of the history to unfold. Records broken, memories branded in the hearts and minds and souls of all that come to witness, champions, who dare to reach their goals. You will see their flags are flying as the colours of the world light up the flagpoles with their glory as their destiny unfurls. So will it be the powerhouse teams that set the stage alight? Will the champions of games gone past ride proud once more beyond the fight? Or will there be an upset, 
as an underdog excels. That's the glory of the games. The truth is, only time will tell. There is Germany in dressage, America in reigning. They're expected to win out, but you can bet that somewhere, straining, there are special individuals who have come to change the trend, to rise above their station with a message yet to send. That one man alone is helpless, but when you combine him with a horse, he can be anything he dreams of, and as one, can change life's course. From the beauty of the vaulting where the equine gymnast soar, to the razzle-dazzle of the raining where the audience will roar. While somewhat more refined, you will hear the silent gasp at the magic of the dress hearts as they're held in action's grasp. Where the women and the men battle it out on the same stage, the equaliser is the noble horse that puts them on the same blank page to see a dainty lady on over half a ton of muscle compete and conquer all amidst the daring tussle is what makes this world games different. The fact that strength alone can't win. It is balance, poise and bravery, a connection from within. From the power of the jumping to the pure finesse of driving to endurance and eventing, you will see them straining, striving. In the power of dress hearts, you'll be touched, but don't be fooled. These combinations are exceptional. The humble horse, a powerful tool. They will rise above adversity and prove themselves elite, for the horse will be their strength be their power, be their feet, a moulding pot of nationalities, of traditions and of breeds, the games, their sacred holy grail, the platform for their daring deeds. From g'day mate, from the Aussies, to howdy, from the hosts, there is sure to be some accents, some stories, laughs and toasts, it is more than competition, more than victory and gold, it is history in the making for the whole world to behold, from the toddler in the push cart, the old man with his staff, they are all a part of the magic as they walk along the path that has brought them all together to celebrate the bond that man and horse has shared for centuries. Our job now, to carry on, from the exhilarating to the heartfelt, from the daring to precise, as we watch these luminaries with veins jam-packed with ice, from warm blood to quarter horse, from Arab to thoroughbred, they will thrill us with their brilliance as they fill our hearts and heads. From foals, their lives predestined to excel above all others, to combine with human partners to succeed as one, like brothers. It's time. The world is ready. All who witness it will win. We're Kentucky. We're all excited. So let the games begin. So there it was. That was from uh, well, almost probably four years ago that uh, we had we had him record that. And you know, Guy did that, Jamie, in one take. There wasn't he didn't cut at all. He just he just did it. He's good at it. So uh, I, I just thought that was pretty cool. Brings back memories of the World of Question game. And Jamie, are you there? Oh yeah, I'm here. Sorry. Yeah, that was okay. I was I, I that was really great. I really liked it. I'm actually a follow guy McLean on Facebook now and uh he posted a poem this morning. I mean he's just such a poet, it's really cool. Yep, very good. Well we have I, I saw this morning and I wanted to to get the author of this article on. It was in the horse dot com and it was about some poisoning deaths of nine horses in Pennsylvania. And I, I know where this is, Lower Windsor Township in Pennsylvania, but it's a bizarre story. So I wanted to get the author on to see if we could get 
if we could learn more about it, and we'll have her tell the story. This is Pat, and Pat, uh, good morning. I'm not sure how to say your last name. It's Rhea. Good morning. How are you today? Good. Thank you so much for joining us today. Boy, when I saw this story come through, I said, I've got to have you on because it is, I think, one, that we haven't heard the last of this story. We're going to hear more about this. And it's our kind of story here at Horses in the Morning because it's just bizarre. Tell us about it. Well, I think you're exactly right. I think we are going to hear more about it. Um, and here's the here's the gist. Um, a lower township, uh, lower Windsor township, uh, uh, police chief Tim Caldwell said that his department received a 911 call. This was roughly at seven o'clock on March 22nd, from a fellow who said that his he had discovered four of his horses in York County poisoned. He said he was the owner of these horses, he was the owner of the property, and that these were Morgan horses, big ones, like 16 and a half hands, very large horses. So um, the 911 uh, dispatcher sent the police personnel to uh, the farm, it's Alamax Farm, and they discovered the horse, the horses, the carcasses of the dead horses lying in the field, but like no people, no humans anywhere to be found. And apparently, according to uh, uh, Chief Caldwell, the, the, whoever it was that called on the phone uh, to report this, these deaths, said, um, well, I'm not even at the house. I'm leaving. I'm on my way to Harrisburg. I have to find someplace safe for my family. So this caller is gone. They can't get the caller. Um, and so in the meantime, on March 29th, a fellow also would, identifying himself as Joseph Meyer um, uploads a, a, a video on YouTube talking about these horses and the fact that the horses were dead in York County and there were other horses found dead in nearby Lancaster County and um, that he has fled for his own safety and his family's taken his family with him, of course, because they need to be safe too, I guess. But he is saying that animal rights activists, and that's what he calls them, animal rights activists, have been, quote, ganging up on my business because they don't believe that horses should be used for work. And this Alamex farm is not only a breeding farm, but there are riding lessons and trail rides and all the kind of good stuff that goes with that. So he says it was no accident whoever did this knew my operation, and they did this on purpose, and they picked the horses that I'm personally um, attached to. Now, we tried to call Mr. Meyer as well. Uh, on the number that uh, uh, is on the, the Alamax Farm uh, uh, webpage and got this voice recording that says, you know, this phone isn't accepting calls at this time. So in the meantime, uh, 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 Chief Caldwell tells us one of the horses is at a state lab for necropsy and they're waiting for some tissue samples. So here's the upshot of all of this. Nobody knows whether or not, in fact, these horses have been poisoned. There is no forensic evidence of that. Nobody knows whether the fellow who actually made the phone call, the initial 911 call, or posted the video is, in fact, Joseph Meyer. And nobody knows where he is. And nobody knows who these alleged animal activists are. So there it is. There are now, you know, Chief Caldwell is asking folks if they have any information to please catch up with him because he wants to know, too. Oh, my God. What a... <laughs> it's... It seems to me that an animal rights activist would not go around killing animals. That just, that's a big hole for me. Uh, yeah, well, that's the logic. You, you, that's right. And, and in fact, Chief Caldwell said that to me. He said, you know, why would animal activists kill animals? I said, look, I, you know, I, I'm just a reporter. I don't know. I'm an innocent dope. I just write down what you tell and, me. And why would they pick out one particular farm with a certain breed of Morgans, uh, you know, in Lancaster 
County, York County, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Well, well, here's the interesting thing about this case and, and, and about many of these cases. We don't know really anything. You only know what people are telling you and what, of course, the police have seen with their eyes as far as the carcasses are concerned. This could have been somebody that didn't like this guy, that didn't like the horses, that didn't like his aunt's dog. I mean, you don't know. Or it well, could be the see, that's not what came to mind. Pat, that's not what came to mind for me first. What came to mind for me first, is, and I'm sure that the chief is doing this already, is checking to see if there's insurance on these animals. Well, that, I thought about that, too, especially yeah. since he's saying that because they are so big, and, and anyone who's familiar with horses knows that a 16-and-a-half-hand Morgan horse is a giant and he, the, I didn't even the, know they made him that big. <laughs> <laughs> well, usually they kind of like a little, you know, stocky, like like yeah. little saddlebreds. They're usually but, fifteen um, and a half hands. You know, that's the top fifteen, fifteen and a half hands, maybe sixteen. Exactly, and and yeah. he is saying that these were very valuable animals, and now his breeding, op- breeding operation is done. Although he claims that he has been growing fourteen percent a year for the last twenty years, I can't verify that. I don't, I'm not the guy's accountant. Um, local um, humane organizations uh, have not responded to us uh, about this. That is, the, um, uh, the SPCA of York County has not. We've left them several messages and tried to catch up with them to see if, this, if there is a history with this particular location or this particular person or these particular horses. So I don't know that. I can't speak to that either. Oh. Well, you do you promise to keep us up to date on this? We're, we're, uh, this is a fascinating story, and, and I'm you. I know there's more going to be coming out about it. I will do it. I will do it. All right. Thank you, Pat, so much for joining us this morning and and giving us the update on the bizarre story in my <laughs> old stomping ground of Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. Thanks, Pat. Thanks for having me. Have a good day. All right. Bye. Well, there it is. <laughs> bizarre. Yeah, we're going to have to keep an eye on, keep an ear on that, that story for sure. But it kind of right now, not to be whatever, but it kind of sounds like a non-story story because there's really, aside from him making these claims, there's really nothing to follow it up because she can't get a hold of him. Except there are nine dead horses. So, you know, that's, that's where the rest of the story is going to come in. If that's they keep the back heartbreaking up, keep... part of the story. Yeah. That's just awful. Yeah. Oh, how awful. <clears throat> oh, well, I hope he's not responsible. I mean, maybe he, you know, who knows? It could go, it could go many, many ways, and we'll, we'll definitely keep you guys up to date on that. Now, set your DVRs tomorrow morning, people, because the Today Show, there's going to be an interview with Jill, Jill Rockport from the Today Show, between 8.30 and 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, and the interview will be done by Jill with Metro Meteor. Do you know who Metro who? Meteor is, Glenn? <laughs> Metro no. Meteor. No, it's not the not the uh, Will Ferrell blue character from that movie Metrocity or whatever. Um, <laughs> Metro Meteor is a horse that has received national attention because of his painting skills. Uh, apparently, Jill Rappaport saw Metro's story because he is a painter and 50% of the proceeds from his painting go to support racehorse aftercare efforts of New Vocations, one of our favorite adoption places for off-the-track thoroughbreds. So New Vocations gets the money from half, uh, half the money from these paintings that are auctioned off. And to date, Metro 
has over sold over $20,000 in paintings and has a waiting list for more than 50 paintings. A waiting list. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that cool? That's cool. So, so is he going to paint on the show? He's supposed to paint? I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do uh, as far as um, the... Uh, the, the the show goes. I mean, who knows? I, I, who knows? They're probably going to have him paint a little bit. You know, they love to see. Uh, it's like like David Letterman with the animal segment. What was his segment yeah. called on David Letterman? I forget. I haven't watched Letterman in years. Yeah. Anyway, the weird things animals do. Um, and so Metro Media is going to be on the Today Show painting, and there is a halter that is up for bid. I can try to put the link up here, but it's already up to like $200. I'll put the link on our Facebook page in a minute during the song. Um, and you can bid on a Metro painted halter because he doesn't just do paintings. He does, he paints other items as well. And I think this is the halter that he's going to be wearing on the show. So very cool. Congratulations to, first of all, New Vocations for scoring such a popular uh, fundraising gig. And two, for Metro Meteor and his owners, uh, who is owned by Ron Krzyzewski. And so, so Metro Meteor, just to, a little backstory, he was actually pretty successful as a racehorse. He was stakes placed at two and five, earned $300,000, had 27 lifetime starts. And after his career was over, he had some, some knee problems. Well, a couple of the people that were his owners, part of his owners groups, um, decided Ron and his wife Wendy decided to keep him as a riding horse. Well, his bad knees were so bad that he wasn't even really suitable for riding, so they decided, let's figure out what he can do. And so the wife, Wendy, actually taught him to paint because she's a painter herself. And she was like, well, I'll just hang out and paint with him. That's such a great story. <laughs> Jennifer, why you can't you get Beaker to do something that, that's uh, going to bring in big dollars? Yeah, I need to step it up. Yeah, <laughs> we always yeah, have the I horses couple... that just eat. <laughs> you know, as much as Jet tries to bite me, I probably could get him to hold a paintbrush. <laughs> just saying. I stick right, the paintbrush in his mouth be like, bite that. <laughs> Tomorrow morning? Uh, Thursday morning? Is that when that's going to be on? Yeah, it's going to be on tomorrow morning, April 4th, uh, between 8 and 9, 8.30 and 9 o'clock, the segment on, as of course, I believe that's Eastern Standard Time. So I'll get to watch the replay. <laughs> All right, good, cool. And, uh, of course, the Today Show, the controversial one with Matt Lauer, uh, uh, they just did a huge, New York Magazine just did a huge article on Matt Lauer and what a ni nice guy he is and why he's in so much trouble over on the Today Show right now. So. Why is he in trouble? Uh, let's see. I can't hear Glenn He's just anymore. He's talking away over there. He has no idea. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I was. I thought it was me. So, so Jennifer, do you know why Matt Lauer is in trouble? I haven't the foggiest idea. I don't follow it. He's still talking over something. there. <laughs> he can't say something like that and just disappear. All right, forget it. The, let's forget it. The, let's play the WinTech ad. Uh, actually, Glenn was supposed to read it, so I'll do it. Well, as far as thank you for WinTech for being a sponsor of today's show, too many riders know the frustration that comes from their saddle not fitting or no longer fitting. Many hours and many more dollars are often spent trying to compensate for a poor fit, 
buying another saddle only to have the same thing happen again months later. You know, as your horse gets fitter and fitter, their back changes. So enter the Easy Change Fit Solution available exclusively in high-performance baked leather saddles and Easy Care Wintech saddles. By combining the Easy Change gullet system introduced over 15 years ago and combine that with the Easy Change riser system, Wintech now offers an unparalleled scope of adjustment for a total fitting solution that's not only easy, but measurable, giving total confidence to be able to make changes to the saddle. Whether you are a serious competitor or ride horses just for the fun of it, choose a saddle with the Easy Change Fit solution that puts your horse's comfort first. Enjoy the peace of mind in knowing that your saddle offers full adjustability and is able to meet the changing needs of your horse. Easy Change Fit Solution.com. Now, that answers a lot of questions for me because the Easy Change Fit Solution, I always thought there's got to be more to it than just the gullet system. So, Jennifer, do you have a lot of experience with this? I do, and I actually just got a set of the shims, which are the newest addition to the Easy Change Fit Solution. Wow, what a difference. Yeah. Really? It, it's made, yes, it's made a huge difference because I've ridden in a Wintech for 15 years now. I'm on the third generation of Wintech. I get a new one each time a new one comes out. I guess and, Glenn uh, decided to play the song, Jennifer. Yeah, he's got some music going. Yeah. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. They packed up all his buckles, shipped his saddle to his dad. By the way the house looked, she must have took it bad The workers come on Monday To fix the door and patch the walls They say she just went crazy The night she got the call He was up in Wyoming Through a bull no man could ride Promised her he'd turn out Well it turned out that he lied And all the dreams that they'd been living In the California sand Died right there beside him in Cheyenne They said she just went crazy Screaming out his name she ran out into the ocean And to this day they claim That you can go down by the water And see her footprints in the sand Cause every night she walks the beaches of Cheyenne Just her diary by the bed That told about the fight they'd had And the words that she had said When he told her he was riding She said that I don't give a damn If you never come back from Cheyenne 
They say she just went crazy Screaming out his name She ran out into the ocean And to this day they claim That if you go down by the water You'll see her footprints in the sand Cause every night she walks the beaches of Cheyenne Nobody can explain it Some say she's still alive They even claim they've seen her On the shoreline late at night And if you go down by the water You'll see her footprints in the sand Cause every night she walks the beaches of Cheyenne Every night she walks the beaches of Cheyenne And that is Dan Roberts oldbootsmusic.com is where you can find that. And yes, he is the actual author of that song, as opposed to Garth Brooks, who covered it. Uh, I actually bought it from Dan Roberts, and I love that song. It makes me happy. Now, Glenn, are you here? I am back. Apparently, now, so I've been going for a while. Behind the scenes, Glenn is talking to himself, thinks that everybody else is gone, and he's the only one that's still on the show, does the whole commercial and plays the song. So that is why the music started while Jennifer and I were talking about the Easy Change Fit Solution. Go to easychangefitsolution.com. Glenn, from now on, Jennifer's just going to yell at you. I mean, you're in the same house, really. She could just <laughs> lean back and go, Glenn! I thought you were going, so I just kept going because I thought you were going. <laughs> yeah, when you hear that little dial tone in your headphones that says, Goodbye! No, actually, I didn't have one. No, just didn't have one. Oh, boy. Sorry about that. So real quick, give give me the details on Matt Lauer. Why is Matt Lauer in trouble? (laughs) Uh, Well, he just, uh, they're blaming him for, you know, every, every, the Katie Couric thing and everything that's gone downhill. Today's show is now second place. And uh, apparently he's not a nice guy to be around or work with either. According to this article, they tell a whole bunch of stories in New York Magazine. Uh, it's pretty good if you care at all about the Today Show or, or Matt Lauer. But who feels sorry for Matt Lauer makes $25 million a year? You know, who cares? He could, well, he could get like fired him. today, and I don't feel bad, you know? Right, uh, right. Yeah. Well, we'll find out. So we've got the horse.com is here and ready to go. Michelle, good morning. Hey, Michelle, good are you morning. there? Good morning. Hi, good morning. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining us, as usual. Um, We had a trivia question this morning as to why Glenn doesn't eat lunch on on Wednesdays. And um, (laughs) so today, is Glenn going to lose his lunch privileges? No, this one is about horse lunch. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be gross. It should be a good one. So it's going to make him make him hungry. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> well, well hungry if you like hay. So yeah, <laughs> he likes anything. He's a man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Today we're going to be talking about soaking hay, um, and we have uh, Dr. Stacy Oak with us. Is Stacy on the line? Yes, I'm here, Michelle. Hi. Welcome, Dr. Oak. Thanks for having um, me back. 
So Dr. Oak is one of uh, our writers for the horse. She's one of our great uh, veterinarians who are writing articles for us and making sure that our information is really good and solid. And sometimes we give her um, different assignments. She never knows what's coming her way. And I recently assigned her to put together a fact sheet about hay soaking. And I think first she raised her eyebrows at me a little bit. (laughs) I did. (laughs) And then I got this email back from you saying that it's... Yeah, it was super interesting. I had no idea how much science there is behind the hay soaking and how many horses can benefit from one simple thing. And and that's putting hay in some water before feeding. (laughs) So what is it that you found so fascinating while you were researching this topic, other than that it's been researched so much? I just find it very interesting that there's, like I said, so many horses can benefit. Obese horses, horses that either have laminitis or are prone to laminitis, and um, even horses with respiratory conditions, all of these horses can benefit just by soaking hay for, you know, as little as 15 minutes. And it helps maintain their weight better. It helps their insulin sensitivity, which is a part of equine metabolic syndrome. And, um, you know, it helps them breathe better. And so, you know, those are some of the reasons to soak hay. And some of the clinical signs that might lead you to soak hay would be what? Because you've mentioned respiratory issues and metabolic issues. These are two completely unrelated problems. They are, yes. Yep, they're completely unrelated, yet horses that, um, you know, young horses with uh, inflammatory airway disease that, um, you know, coughing a little bit, you know, I don't think it's technically correct to consider it the early stage of heaves, but similar signs. And then, you know, older horses that do have heaves, um, you know, they've got the cough and that uh, heave line. All of these horses, if we decrease the amount of dust in their environment, just by soaking hay, then they can breathe a lot easier. Okay. And that makes sense because horses are, when they're eating hay, it's a dried forage that often does have pollen and dust in it, and their face is right in it while they're eating. It's not like they're grazing hay or grazing grass where they're moving and eating some fresh grass off the ground exactly. uh, that has moisture in it. Yeah, and it's interesting because every time I drive by horses that have one of those giant, huge round bales and their heads are just stuck in the middle, I cringe. <laughs> and they do. They just bury their heads. In yeah, and you're thinking, ah, don't do it. <laughs> but, you know, the, also the free feeding like that is also beneficial to horses who, who may have some, some ulcer issues or digestive tract issues. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's kind of weighing the, the pros and cons of, of those management techniques. But Absolutely. So what about the metabolic issues? What's going on when we're soaking hay? Because this isn't about the dust. That's kind of a residual effect when we're we're talking about um, managing metabolic horses. Right. So one one indication is um, any horse that's a bit overweight or quite overweight, which is quite a few horses in the U.S., um, they and you're from Canada, so are you saying you don't have fat horses in Canada? <laughs> it's amazing. As soon as you cross that border, they're all perfect. <laughs> ha! <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, so in overweight horses and ponies, they become less sensitive to insulin, and insulin's the hormone that helps um, use sugar, helps the body use sugar appropriately. And so, if that doesn't happen, then if they're eating too much sugar, it's not being used properly by the body, which makes them the number one thing is prone to laminitis, which is a very painful chronic condition that, you know, the horse is very uncomfortable and it can even be life-threatening. So if we can soak the hay to take out some of those sugars, then when the horse is eating the hay, they're getting less sugar, which is going to be beneficial to them and and save their feet ultimately. Okay. And... I think um, I, we recently did a laminitis ask the vet live, which is archived on the site, uh, but the number that we had was 15% of horses will have laminitis at some point in their yeah. lifetime. Is it yeah. that high? So, 15%? Yeah, it's, yeah. 15% by, by the time they're in their old age um, will have laminitis. So, so soaking the hay can help that. So can, how does soaking the hay change the hay? It's... Um, basically draws out all of the simple sugars, like just like sugar, like the table sugar that you put on your cereal in the morning. Um, It draws out all those water-soluble, simple sugars. And so what's left is the um, long-chain structural fibrous um, sugars that are, you know, metabolized in a different way. So it's those simple, very small, water-soluble sugars that we don't want the horses to be ingesting. Okay. So if the sugars are being drawn out of the hay, is there anything else that's being lost when we're soaking hay? Yeah, sometimes, and certainly with prolonged um, soaking, you can also lose some minerals and vitamins. Sometimes this is beneficial for horses with uh, hype, hyperkalemic periodic paralysis. Did I say that right? <laughs> Which is the HYPP. Yeah, yeah, HYPP. Which is what everyone else knows it by. (laughs) Exactly. And um, so in those horses, you can soak hay and you can draw out um, the potassium, which is what, you know, if there's too much potassium in a horse's diet, it can, um, you know, instigate, um, you know, an episode of HYPP. So if your horse has the condition, you can soak the hay and draw out that potassium, which should be beneficial to them. But if so, your horse doesn't have it, then you don't really want to lose those vitamins and minerals. Okay. So so it is possible to take some of that nutrition out of the hay. Right. Um, but And you're paying for that nutrition. So if we're sucking out all these things that we really are paying for, so it's, it's a balance to soak enough to get out your water-soluble carbohydrates, like your sugars, but not to draw out all the vitamins and minerals. Okay. And so you have this water that's left over and that you've soaked your hay in, and it has these minerals and these sugars in it. And it kind of reminds me of when I've made cheese, where (laughs) you have the whey left over. Um, Is it as caustic as what you have left over when you're making cheese or yogurt? I've never made cheese. So I'm not sure. I live in Oregon, so. I'm kidding. Um, Basically, what you've got, like if you've got an average size horse, at the end of the day, you're left with 144 liters of this water that contains all this sugar that you've just spent all this time sucking out of your hay. And you 
you don't want to leave it around um, unless you're like breeding hummingbirds or something, I guess. And um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you also don't want to pour it anywhere because it does contain, you know, some nutrients like phosphorus and nitrogen. And if you put it just in like uh, a riverway or in the drain or somewhere where it's going to flow back into waterways, then um, it's going to be very harmful to the environment. And um, one of the researchers at Minnesota, uh, she's a PhD, she's done a lot of work and she advises that we put it on the grass and in grassy areas where the plants can use the phosphorus and the nitrogen so that it's not going directly into the waterways and spreading it out so don't put it in the same place all the time. Okay. And no and matter what you do, do not let your horse drink the water. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> you've just taken all that stuff out. Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah. So, so can you explain a little bit then about the recommendations on soaking hay? Because you obviously need to drain it then. Yes. So there's different ways to do it. Um, one easy way is just to get a, a large bucket um, and take the whole bale of hay and stick it in there and just... Um, cover it, you know, um, add enough water so that the, the hay is covered and let it sit there. So you don't need to shake out the flakes because that's putting dust in the environment, which is what we're trying to avoid. So you just put it right into your bin. Um, the other way you can do it is um, take a serving, whatever you're going to offer your horse, put it in a hay net and just submerge the hay net in the tub. And then when you're ready, you take it out and just hang it up for your horse. And that's a pretty simple way to do it too. Um, and then there's also commercial hay soaking compartments that you can purchase, and it's got like these hose hookups and fancy stuff. <laughs> and I think they use pressure to to yeah add, to add moisture to the hay. Um, so, are there any other recommendations that the researchers had? Because there are lots of researchers looking into this. Any other there recommendations were. that you thought were interesting? Yeah, there's. Um, I mean. It's a lot of the different studies that are published, you know, some of them soak hay for 15 minutes, some of them soak hay for six hours, and so it really does vary. So they're still kind of fine-tuning, and of course it depends the quality of the hay that you're starting with. Um, so what they do recommend overall is to, um, you know, soak the hay, and usually the volume is you have one part of um, water to 12 parts of hay, and, you know, in large tubs and just sub, uh, submerge it for anywhere from 15 minutes to, to 60 minutes. Water temperature doesn't make a big difference, so you don't have to make it warm or cold. And, um, like I said, don't shake out your, your hay before you put it in. And after you have soaked it, don't hang it up and then let it dry out before giving it back to the horse because it's just going to get dusty again. And are there any concerns about um, having the hay go rancid or moldy after being soaked? Like Not that I have seen because you're, I mean, even the studies that do longer periods, like eight hours, I mean, that's still a very short time. But you do need to feed the hay immediately and not, you know, save it for later. Yeah, you can't soak it all on the weekend and then, you know, expect to reap the benefits of it on Friday. Okay. You know, the following, following Friday. <laughs> 
So, well, thank you, Stacey. I just I thought this was really fascinating. Um, after you worked on the fact sheet and got it back to me, and um, I, I know that we've had a lot of coverage on thehorse.com, but I I was surprised once I saw it all in one place how interesting this is. And I'm thinking it's one more thing I need to do for my horses. <laughs> but can really I, can quickly. I try- can I chipe in here? Uh, uh, this is not horse husband approved, by the way, because we hate handling wet hay and it gets all over <laughs> us. And just, oh. See, I was just thinking myself that this is a great job for my husband. <laughs> if you don't like you guys, it. Much you guys just gave me much. a great idea. Now, I do. So, I have a husband who is extremely allergic to hay, so I'm thinking this is a way that he could actually feed. <laughs> yeah. See, now what was your great idea? Well, if they've got these commercial hay soakers, I think we need commercial hay soaking outfits to go with them. And then you won't have to worry about getting wet. Yes. I know. (laughs) So we do have some articles that I'm going to point people to. If you want to learn about reducing sugars in your hay by soaking, get on thehorse.com. There's an article 28322. Again, that's 28322. If you're interested in the respiratory benefits of of soaking hay, there's an article 26257. Uh, and then if you're concerned about mineral loss or you have one of uh, a horse that's HYPP uh, positive, you can look for an article on mineral loss, which is 31220. And we are still working on that fact sheet, and we'll be getting that up uh, this month. You can look at the, for that on thehorse.com. It's really interesting. Thank you, uh, Dr. Oak, for, for working on that. Thanks, Michelle, for having me. Thanks, both you Thank guys. You. We appreciate yep. it. You guys have a good day. All right, Michelle, we'll talk to you again next week. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, this is one R- more job I have to add to my repertoire of the day. I used to, we used to have to do it for a couple of our horses, and oh, I hated it because you have to take it out of the bucket, or usually people just use them, uh, you know, a muck tub of some sort, and then you got to take it out. It's all wet, and it's like hay isn't bad enough to begin with. Well, you know, the, the hay here in Arizona is so dusty. So when I when they get their hay spread on the grass at night in the field, and I kick it all apart and try to like spread it all apart so it's not like a big palette of dust, you know, but my neighbor, she actually just this past weekend, I was over at her house, and she actually carries a wheelbarrow out into the pasture full of water with hay in it, and she pulls chunks of hay out and sets it out in these tubs for her horses, so at the end of the whole thing, she showed me how much dirt was in the wheelbarrow, and it was (laughs) unbelievable. It was like you took... A bucket, uh, like a five-gallon bucket of dirt imported in the bottom of the wheelbarrow. It was like mud. So it just was one of those things that actually has been weighing on my mind. Like, I've got to do that, but I have too many horses, and I'm pregnant, and everything's heavy. (laughs) But like I said, sounds like a job for husband. (laughs) Woo-hoo! I got to tell you that Robert, uh, who we just had on the wheel of uh, trivia earlier in the show, posted a picture of uh, two books, and he says on our Facebook page, he says, Jamie should get a good laugh from this one. I'm going to study up for the horse management question next time I can play. And he has a picture of horse riding for dummies and horses for dummies. So Robert's working, working to win. 
He's well, studying he up. Better study. If, if he ever gets through again, you know, who yeah. knows? <laughs> He's going to think you have it out for him. You know who's getting to the you know who's getting to the front of the line now every time, don't you? Yeah, it's not Robert. <laughs> no, Celeste. Celeste is getting to the front of the line every time now. Celeste, Celeste is going right to front. Uh huh. Yeah, uh-huh. we'll see about that. Ingrid also already posted on her Facebook page that uh, she's going to call us next Wednesday. She had fun no matter what. Uh, so we appreciate that. And uh, Robert again posting his mug and his tote bag. Horse Radio Network. Where can they find, if you can't win it, where can they find all the Horse Radio Network gear and horses in the morning gear? Oh, yeah. They, you, they can buy it at hrnstore.com. hrnstore.com. Is, and I got to announce we didn't get to earlier because I was cut off and you guys, I was too busy uh, talking to myself. We didn't, did we talk about uh, what's coming up for the prizes on Really Bad Ads this week? No. Go for it. Right, we have a spur suede which is the uh, the spur that Jennifer absolutely loves, and a lot of uh, the professional riders are now using them. Hold on. i got to see. I didn't take my allergy medicine. See, that was a mistake. Um, and you get the choice <laughs> of an English or Western spur suede. They make two different kinds now. And they're the, they're the spurs that have the round sort of blunt. Uh, instead of being pointy, they're round and blunt, and they're, they're like less. Buttons. Yeah, they're, that's right. And they're more gentle for your horse as well. Selena O'Hanlon, who is a very famous event rider here in the United States, uh, had this quote. Spursuaders help with one of my top-level horses. He needs a spur but responds negatively to conventional spurs, and that's where they really come in handy. He moves forward off my leg without tension when I use spursuaders. I have adult amateurs who ride big horses and need a little bit extra but are afraid they will hurt their horse's sides with traditional spurs. They happily use persuaders. Persuaders are useful and humane for any level of horse and rider. And I think that pretty much describes why people use persuaders. This is a almost $55 value, $60 value with shipping. So that's going to be one of the prizes for really bad ads on let Friday. Me, let, me, and, let me just point yeah. out, though, first of all, William Fox Pitt has been seen wearing these. And that is the argument I used when I started wearing my persuaders and everybody made fun of me. So just know... <laughs> That when you put on your spur suaders, there are other people like Barbara Crabo who are going to make fun of you and your spur suaders. But you know what? Stand by your man, okay? Just say, listen, it is something that is going to work for me, and I don't care what you say. Nana, nana, boo boo. They're just jealous. And besides, if you live in Arizona and you aren't wearing spurs with like two inch pointy rowels, I mean, you're out of place. Well, and, that's and Western, I- Glenn. That's Western. <laughs> And you better be wearing them to the grocery store, too. Yeah, you have to jingle when you walk in the grocery store. (laughs) And the second thing that we are giving away on Friday is a Horse Radio Network mug. And not only that, in addition to that, we are giving away, and and Jamie's going to know exactly what this is, a tin of the Dear Deli Chocolate Heritage Drinking Chocolate in the special gift tin. If you've never had the Ghirardelli drinking chocolate, it is like drinking a candy bar. It is not cocoa. This is like it's like drinking pure chocolate, and it's absolutely wonderful stuff. Matter of fact, Wendy uses it uh, from the driving radio show, uses it in her coffee in the morning. So you're going to win one of those mugs with the Ghirardelli drinking chocolate. Now, let right me now. ask you something, Glenn. This is something that... <laughs> 
we, uh, we you sent it to me for Christmas. And it is really nice as drinking chocolate. But I have to tell you more of what it was used as in my household. It's not a powder. They're like tiny little chocolate. Oh, my God, I'm getting hungry now. They're like tiny little chocolate Hershey's Kisses, but like tiny, like TTT t- t- tiny little Hershey's Kisses. And um, I have caught my husband in there, and now I've started it as well because it made a lot more sense. Just actually dipping our hand in there, grabbing a handful of them, and eating them plain. Really? I haven't tried Oh, oh. oh. dude, you need a fix? Just eat them. Just put your mouth up to the container and just tap on the bottom of it and pour them into your mouth. They're, they're much better than actually melted, okay? Why send them out? Just go for it. I haven't tried that. Now, now I'm going to be trying that right after the show today. I could really use some chocolate now that we've talked Chad about it. Chad started it. He, it's his fault. Well, Chad was too lazy to make it into actually drinking chocolate because that requires like three minutes. So Exactly. <laughs> Well, very good. Let's call it a day, guys. Uh, we'll be back on Friday. Don't forget to get your ads in uh, for really bad ads. The first waiter is up up for bibs. Uh, we need you to send the ads to Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com. Just go on Craigslist. Take you five minutes. Find some really crappy ads. Doesn't take long at all. Uh, Jamie and I are experts at this now. We can go on Craigslist and find a dozen in about five minutes. You just yeah, look at the yeah, titles, absolutely. and you know by the titles, don't you? Just know by that title <laughs> that it's going to be a really good ad. If uh, it's misspelled title or all caps title, click on it. Yes, <laughs> it's going to be yes, good. The title makes no sense at all. Click on it. Those are even better. And uh, that's about it. So let's reconvene here on Friday. We'll have a show for you, though, tomorrow morning, so don't miss it. And thank you to everybody who's making nice comments about the Tune Tuesday show. Seems like people are enjoying it, and we're glad that you are. We'll keep doing that for you. Pretty soon, Jared Rogerson, new record. Woohoo! <laughs> Are you excited about that thing? I might be a little excited about it. I'm going to try to yeah, control myself when we interview or interview him. <laughs> all right, everybody, have a great day. Do you want to do, forget- you know how you do one of yours that's all alone? So do you want me to just bug out of that show? It could just be you and him. And- I don't think that would be okay. appropriate. <laughs> I'm a married woman. He's a married man. <laughs> Does that matter before? Pregnant married woman.